Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Sunny, to the show. Thank you. We got girl power running this afternoon. (laughs) Going to be all girls, J.C., JC had to leave. He couldn't stand the estrogen overflow happening. Mm-hmm. He went and ha- hid, and and uh, so you get Liberty Ladies this e- this yeah. evening for your show. Really excited to have you, everybody here. I feel like Sunny. I've been gone for a year because uh, on Thursday and Friday this week we were in in uh, Colorado just doing some family things, and on Thursday and Friday I we ran a rerun. So this, I mean, when you do a show five days a week and two days are the only days you have off, now all of a sudden you got four days. It feels like, it feels like forever. Feels like forever. So I'm really happy to be back. Happy to be with everybody. Who do we have here in the chat room? Let's see. Hey, Gary Epperson. Good to see you. Um, JC's not with us tonight, but he will be back tomorrow. North Carolina. Look at this. Uh, Lewisburg, North Carolina. Oh, couples from North Carolina, Texas, Missouri, Ozarks. Man, we were just there a couple months ago, right? That wasn't that long ago we were in in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico, Omaha, Nebraska, Central Washington, Washington State. Donovan Jewett. I had no idea that you were in in Washington State. Uh, Hartford, Connecticut, Buffalo, New York. Cheryl. Y'all are getting live up there in Buffalo. You got That's the true. whole little little Liberty movement, some some Sons of Liberty bursting out the doors up there in 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 Buffalo, New York, making me really proud. We're going to be talking about y'all today. Uh, let's see, Woodville, Texas, Bishop, California. Uh, oh man, look, we got all kind of people. Look at this, woohoo! Yeah, yeah, Gary, JC's had a transformation. No, JC did not have any special changes. Uh, JC would not look like that even if he did have some kind of special change. So we're not doing that. I wanted to share something with you guys. Let me pull this up. So the crazy thing happened to me at the airport today, uh, yesterday, and I wanted to share it with you because sometimes this happens and it's really kind of fun. Where are you? I'll pull it up here. Oh, look, there we are. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I shouldn't have shown. I'm on my Facebook page. And those oh. of you who are on Facebook, you know, we're running live on Facebook. <laughs> so then we scrolled past, and there is uh there is Sunny on the screen. Shouldn't show you any bit people that. Okay, let's see. I'll just leave it up here. All right. So we're going to do this button, this button, share button. There we go. All right. So this is my Facebook page. This is what happened to me in the Denver airport coming home yesterday. Uh, Christy, Christy happened to be at the same gate where we were uh, taking somebody else to the airport. And I'm, you know, if you know anything about me, uh, I'm I'm the caregiver, right? Very true. Very right? true. I'm yeah. c- even we have Sunny is my legal assistant. She works here. The office is at the house. At lunchtime, I'm cooking food, right? Yeah, for everybody. True. So I'm I am the caregiver. And so uh when we go to the airport, here's how this works. We go to the airport and oh come on. 
how do I turn that off? Anyway, we're at the airport and I go foraging. So we always get our seats. We go sit down and then I unload all my bags. The boys like to sit and play on their phones and do whatever they do. JC's watching something, playing some video game or something. And I put on all my stuff and I go foraging for food. Right. So that's what I do. I go collect all the drinks, all the food, all the magic snacks for the airplane, because, you know, as long as you have magic snacks, you can eat unless you have a Trump hat. Unless or if you're black with the Trump mask. black with a Trump mask. That's it worse. doesn't matter if you have snacks or not. You're still going to get kicked off the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I went foraging. I came back and I was passing out food and helping everybody. And I hear this voice behind me. This lady says, Chris Ann, Chris Ann Hall. And I was like, uh, yeah. And I'm always worried, you know, because somebody's going to punch me in the face or they're going to uh, they're going to punch me in the face or they're going to love me. Right. Either <laughs> way. So Christy Herb comes up to me and she says, uh, Chrisanne, I'm a big fan. I've been watching you on YouTube for a very long time and I just can't believe you're here. And. <laughs> At the airport. And she says, I hope this isn't creepy, but can we take a picture together? And so I was like, oh, this is so cool. (laughs) So somebody, some person recognized me at the Denver airport. She's not even from Colorado. I mean, obviously she's at the airport. She's leaving. Well, I mean, she could have been flying from there. But she is actually from California. And uh, I just wanted to shout out to Christy because it was really nice to meet her and it was really kind of cool to have that little experience of somebody recognizing me in the airport mm-hmm. <laughs> Icender too much toxic femininity uh, <laughs> not no we're we're not the to- toxic uh uh feminists here look at that Pennsylvania that's where I'm from yeah it's a nice place yep terrible governor but nice place. oh and you have who who is this let's see if everybody knows who's knows who this is this is this oops the oh why did that happen the secretary of health right oh is did i get its title right um yeah health secretary pennsylvania health pennsylvania there we go this is not a joke you're gonna think all right let's see i know they are absolutely gonna think this is a joke click on it oh my there we go you guys all right, are you guys have your um, uh, your uh, seatbelts on? Yeah, yes, we have big fans in California, Cooter Brown. Big fans in California. As a matter of fact, some of our, as JC and I've said this before, some of our most aggressive, rabid Liberty fighters are from um, uh, California, California, Oregon, Washington. So here about I give you a laugh today. This is the Secretary of Health for the state of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And no, this is this is not a joke. This is actually the Secretary of Health for the state of Pennsylvania. And if you're going see, I'm thinking so we had a friend. OK, uh-huh. Sonny, we have a friend who has a fence business, a fence business. Yes. Okay. So for a living. He puts up people's fences for them, mm-hmm. right? Well, he's like, I you you can't be a fence person and have a bad fence around your house. No, right? You can't be a fence person. You can't be a uh somebody who 
makes houses for a living and live in a shack. No. Right? That's bad business. No. So it's kind of my idea that if you're the secretary of health, you should eat at least look like a healthy person. Yeah, physically and mentally. Physically and mentally healthy person. That's, I'm just, you know, we're, we're talking about so many, so many dietary issues here, right? I just, I, I don't know. If you're the secretary of health, <laughs> weird, <laughs> Phil says, weird Al Yankovic in a white, in a, in a blonde wig. No, um, it really is. He, um, the secretary of health is a very proud transgendered person who goes by the name of Rachel, but who was Richard. Yes. Formerly Richard. The former, the, the secretary of health, formerly known as Richard is now, uh, Rachel, but all of that aside, I mean, seriously, this person I'm, am I'm supposed to get health advice from this person? I, I don't I don't it's know. How really do I advice. get they just want you to okay. do whatever they say. Right. But it's it's, not... it's the whole argument is I'm supposed to have my standard of health from this person. Because mm-hmm. the Department of Health is supposed to promote good health in the state. Yeah. To create rules and regulations that create good healthy living. How am I supposed to take seriously health advice? From somebody who looks like that. You know, I'm thinking That's if you're going one. to have, uh, let's see, let's see. Um, what, what do they call those people? Um, there we go. If you're going to be the health secretary. I don't know. Maybe. I, well, I, Sonny's like, I don't know. I know what you need to type in. What do I need to type in? Okay. Go ahead. Because I did this the other day. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking, I'm trying to find a picture of something. Healthy person. Um, that lady right there. All right. There you go. Come on. If you are the secretary of health, you should look like this. Now that's a woman I could trust. Right. That's a face I could trust. You want to look. Like this as a man. Oh, I could trust him. Too. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm talking if you're going to be healthy, you got to be at least able to do something like that. At least. At least. At least. At least something like that. I- I'm I'm just thinking. There you go. My health secretary has to be able to touch her toes and run on the beach. Right. But how many of you? I'm just giving you guys some good health today. Some a, a good laugh today. You guys need a good laugh. We need some some humor. How many of you think this person's gonna touch their toes, do a push up, or actually do anything that's healthy whatsoever? Mm, I'm just saying. I don't. Okay. Yeah, Jack Lalane. There you go, Ted. Uh, this is not what Jack Lalane looks like. Okay. I'm just thinking, uh, Miss. Health secretary, you have a bad fence. I have a question though. How does someone become the secretary of health? Is that well some, actually, are they appointed? It depends on what state you live in. Some states that would be a member of the governor's cabinet, mm-hmm. and the governor would appoint that person. Some states they might be uh um a elected person. Mm-hmm. Because here in Florida, we actually elect mosquito people. 
the guy or lady that runs around and drives mosquitoes, right? You mean like the bug? Yeah, the bug guy. The guy in the big truck drives around, sprays for mosquitoes. Why in some places here in Florida, we elect we those elect people. Them. Why? We elect those Why people. Why do we do that? Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, where are we? There we go. That's what I was looking for. Dr. Sean Barry. That chick is a dude. See, when I when I see stuff like that, it's not culturally accurate. But the thing that comes in my head is 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 a uh, dude looks like a lady. <laughs> Come on, guys, tell me in the chat room because I'm holding a brain cramp. Who sings that song? Anyway, I, I'm not going to sing for you anymore. But anyway, um, I have some really really great news for you guys today. Some very encouraging things that I want you to to know. By the way, thumbs up, guys. Give us a thumbs up. Give us Mrs. Doubtfire, Tony Baldwin says. <laughs> Give us a thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Ring that bell. Aerosmith. There you are, Vermont. Oh, Thank you so Aerosmith. much. You win. Oh, why does it always do that to me? Aerosmith. Aerosmith. There you go. Two people in a row with before Aerosmith. My time. Yeah. Way yeah. before my time. No. No, my comments about the, the Secretary of Health is not about being transgendered, mind you. It's about being healthy. I mean, that is not the picture of a healthy person. So don't let anybody get triggered because Chrisanne said something. I didn't say anything about that person being transgendered. I'm a liberty person. Be what you want. But don't be a health secretary and look like that. Okay? I just, just saying. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever. Just saying. Just saying. Hashtag. Hashtag. Just, just saying. saying. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire looks better. Uh, you know, I think... Probably Mrs. Doubtfire could actually do a push-up. I don't think that this person is doing any push-ups anytime soon. I ran across this little blast from the past that I've talked about several times on the show, Sonny, and I've had people sort of tell me that I'm crazy and that I was just making stuff up. But I wanted to go ahead and put this up there just to let everybody see. Uh, this was, uh, you know how we go through Facebook and they give you those things Memories. Yeah. Right. Um, this was a memory that came up apparently six years ago, because in 2014 I did this. Right. Mm -hmm. So the Department of Justice definition. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> the Department of, of Justice definition of a violent extremist comes from Janet Napolitano and the Department of Homeland Security. This is actually copied from a Department of Homeland Security official report. Mm -hmm. A violent extremist. Are you ready for this? I'll even make it a little bigger. Mainly anti-government, rejecting federal authority in favor of state or local authority. Include groups and individuals that are dedicated to a single issue, such as opposition to abortion or immigration. Which, by the way, is also a misnomer because I don't know anybody, you know, I mean, really extremists. They want to apply it to people who want closed borders, mm -hmm. right? People who want closed borders are not anti-immigration. They're yeah. not xenophobes. They're not anti-immigration. They're just anti-illegal immigration. Right. Follow the law. Mm -hmm. uh, returning. Did you uh, you guys are you guys checking this out? Returning war veterans are a definition of violent extremists by the Department of Justice. 
like, and this is straight from their report, like the colonists who sought to free themselves from British rule. And that's from the official Department of Homeland Security, who are the violent extremists report. Hey, Donovan Jewett leading the super chat way. Glad to have you back in the house. Here's Donovan. Where the where in the Constitution for the United States are the states given authority to be in all this in all states for electoral votes? Seems counterintuitive to the original intent. Let me read that again. Where in the Constitution for the United States are the states given authority to be in all states for electoral votes? Seems kind of. Uh, I don't know if I understand Donovan's question, but the electors, state elections are created uh, at the state level. The electors come in Article 2, Section, oh, I went too far. There we go. Here you go, Donovan. Donovan gets a special deviation from the show for his super chat. Each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in Congress. There you go. Article two, section one, clauses two and three. It's not counterintuitive because remember, the states are electing a president to represent them. Because the president of the United States is not a representative of the people. The president of the United States is a representative of the states. <gasps> what? Yep. So that that's that's where you go with that one. All right. So we can close that window. All right. Let me show you something. One of these moments that is going to come back to bite the GOP in the face. Um, this is one of those, make sure you be careful what you do because then you justify others' misconduct. Remember, love your neighbor as yourself does not mean uh, loving your neighbor into forced submission, loving your neighbor into government dependency, loving your neighbor into oppression. That's where these Christians and their false ideology of social justice comes in. Right. But here is this article. And I came across this article. Why the GOP is so rattled by Reverend Warnock's faith based Georgia Senate campaign. Now, what's interesting is that Reverend Warnock is uh, is the successor to the pulpit of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., uh, in the Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, remember, when Amy Coney Barrett was up for being a Supreme Court justice, you got all of this religious attack, and we got all of this, uh, the doctrine is strong in this one. But now that the Democrats have a religious, a pastor, no less, running for the Senate, now we don't have to talk about the doctrine running strong in this one, right? Not. We don't have to, right? No, no. But what we have now, according to CNN, is the Republicans are now attacking uh, Warnock because we're in that contested Senate race now in Georgia for his faith. And I just want to say, 
Uh, please say it ain't so, Republicans. Don't don't go there. Let's not attack him for his faith. Now, what's likely is they're simply criticizing him for his socialist tendencies. And CNN and the leftist propaganda machines are simply calling out his socialistic tendencies and they're using it as um, to say they're attacking his faith because, you know, they got to come out and actually um, justify the way they treated Amy Coney Barrett. Right. And so to justify the way they treat Amy Coney Barrett, they have to come out and say, well, see, the Republicans are doing the same thing. Well, no, they're just pointing out that Mr. Warnock, who happens to be a pastor, is also a communist socialist, which, by the way, although he may fulfill the same pulpit as Martin Luther King, he does not preach the same thing as Dr. Martin Luther King preached. But I do have to say, Sonny, there are some things that I do need to agree with him on. What are those? So he says, uh, well, let's see. The Atlantic wrote about Warnick and said a fundamental part of Warnick's worldview, like King's, is that the gospel should inform politics and politics are essential to the work of church. Uh, Warnick says, I'm an activist preacher. I don't see how I could lift up that gospel on Sunday and then engage. We're just going to stop there and engage in politics and not engage in politics on Monday is basically what he says. We're going to talk about what he actually says. But what he's really saying is I can't preach the gospel on Sunday and then be uninvolved in politics on Monday. Now, we know that. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. We would agree with that statement. We would not agree with the statement where he says, and then fight to get rid of health care in the richest country in the world in the middle of the global pandemic on the four floor of the United States Senate. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Warnick is very confused. I want to show you why he's confused. Now, he is also a pro-choice pastor. I am a pro-choice pastor. And this is what he says. Now, I want you to keep in mind, he says, and then fight to get rid of health care in the richest country in the world in the middle of a global pandemic on the floor of the United States Senate. Right. So he thinks he has to fight to get the federal government involved and in controlling our health care. Mm -hmm. That's that's what we're seeing here. Right. Yes. But he's pro-choice because. He says, I believe that a hospital room is way too small for a woman, her doctor and the United States government. You see, that is confusion. Because he says he's going to go to the Senate floor and fight for the federal government to be involved in your health care and your health care decisions. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he will not fight to to promote the sanctity of life because it puts the federal government uh, in your health care. Uh, very interesting. Just if you if you look at these things, it's very important to notice the confusion in here. Yeah. Right? Number one, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King would never fight for uh, abortion. No, no. He was very pro-life, very, very pro-life. And so um, we we have an issue here of confusion. 
I'm not going to, I, I want to fight to get government in your life. I want to fight to keep government out of your life. Mm -hmm. And now I want to fight to put government in your life again. So this is why we're liberty first. He is a guy who is so confused, has no idea what's going on. And now he is confused about politics, the role of government. We are liberty first because we are for government to stay out of your life all the time. I don't want government in my hospital room. No. I don't want government in my bedroom. Nope. I don't want government in my doctor's office. No. Nope. I don't want government in my grocery store. No. I don't want government in my business. No. Nope. I don't want government in my laundromat. Especially not there. I don't want my government in my cakes. No, not there. I don't want government in my photography. No. Photography. Mm -mm. I don't want government in my church. Especially not in my church. I don't want government to do anything with me. No. Do you want me to put this up? Are you feeling oh, like yeah, you're crunched? Oh, oh yeah, wait. Very hold crunched. on. Ah, put that in the hole. Oh, that's all right. There you go. No. Is that better? Oh, yeah, that's much that's better. That's much Thank better. You. All right. See, these are the kind of things that JC would handle. If, if he were here. So uh, I don't want the government educating my children. I don't want the government defining my marriage. No. I don't want the government to define my, my neighbor's marriage. I don't want the government teaching my, ch my neighbor's children. I don't want the government telling me how long my grass has to be or how short it needs to be or the color of my house. What's it to them? Yeah. Photography. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Did I, oh, goodness gracious. Did I invent a new word? The photographer. <laughs> they come and leave a, they leave a camera under your pillow. Oh, look at this. Please treat your like the way you do your seatbelt. Click it when you get in. Thank you. I don't want the government in my car. No. Telling me I have to click it or get a ticket. I don't want, I don't want the government in my car. I don't want the government telling me how I have to drive my car. Now, if I drive the car recklessly, irresponsibly, and kill someone well, or different. hurt someone, that's different. You can prosecute me for the crime. You can sue me for the negligence. But I don't need the government telling me whether I am, I am fit to drive my car or not and what kind of things my car needs to have. I don't want the government telling me anything. I don't want the government telling me if I can travel. That's right, John. No, especially not that. I don't want the government telling me I have to stay at home. I don't want the government telling me I have to have some kind of uh, overinflated, hyped up uh, shot in order to travel. I don't want to have to go to the government for a license for anything. Because guess what? I shouldn't have to seek the government's permission to do anything. Period, right? I don't want the government in my life. Government has a purpose. We've been talking about this at at the River University. You mm -hmm. know that. So let's let's just remind everybody, because remember, guys, we are a teach show, not a talk show. And I want to show you. The Declaration of Independence. There we go. 
Here is the Declaration of Independence, which describes to us the, somebody told me the shortcut to make this stuff bigger, but I'm not good at shortcuts, so we're just going to do it the hard way. Tells us the purpose of government. This is the entire purpose of government. Are you ready? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. They are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And here you go. That to secure these rights. Which rights, Sonny? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Among these, though, right? Among them. Not all of them. Just among them. Mm -hmm. To secure these rights, the among these rights, life, liberty, which rights are we actually talking about? The inalienable and inherent rights that are endowed upon us by our creator. By our creator. So these are these rights, the inalienable and inherent rights endowed on us by our governor. Nope. Our <laughs> president. Nope. No. Our sheriff. Nope. By our creator. So to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just power from the consent of the governed. Sunny pop quiz. Okay. What's the consent? The consent? You know. What is our form of consent? My form of consent? Pop quiz. This really is a pop quiz. It is. It actually is. What is the form of our consent? The form of our consent is the Constitution. Our Constitution is our consent. Our Constitution is our consent. We give consent on two levels. We give consent on the... Um, on the state level and the federal level. So our consent is not our vote. Our vote is our, uh, our, const our consent is the constitution, right? So the consent comes in the form of a contract, which is the constitution, which creates the government. So our constitution says, this is the power that we delegate to you. These are the powers that we do consent to, right? Mm -hmm. Anything beyond the exercise, any exercise of power beyond what is delegated by the Constitution is done outside our consent. So that's why our Constitution, state and federal, are in writing, because we need our government to know the power we consent to them to operate. Mm -hmm. And so um, if they do something outside the Constitution, that's why we had that. That's why I gave that little class a couple of days ago on the Oregon Constitution. Look in your Constitution, see where it says the governor can create laws, and you'll find out the governor doesn't have the authority to create laws. What? Are you serious? Oh, yeah, I'm so serious. What about all these orders they've been putting out every day? What about an emergency? What if it's an emergency? Hey, you know what? Most constitu state constitutions are online now. You can actually word search them. Word search the word emergency in your constitution and you will find out that the emergency powers doesn't even exist in the constitution as authority. What? No such thing as emergency powers. But up up pow. There you go. So uh, that's our consent. I had a. Oh, there we go. Donovan Jewett with a second super chat in all states, not in all all in states, 
not in all states. States that force all the electors to vote for the same candidate, even if the districts are divided. Ah, okay. Yes. All right. So now I understand. Yes, it is antithetical for the states to create laws to dictate the electors' votes. Why do you have a vote if there is no vote? Are you actually voting if there's a dictate? No. Then you're not voting. If that's the case, Donovan, I get what you're saying now. If that's the case, then why don't we just let the political parties in the state house choose who the president is? Why even have electors? Right? Why even have electors? I don't even know. So let me show you some really cool things that are going on. We have. An Oregon gym defying the governor's order remains open during the freeze. Now, I realize this is Wednesday's news, but you guys, I've been gone for four days and I've been dying to talk about this, right? Dying. The two-week freeze in Coos Bay, Oregon, which, by the way, guess who taught Coos Bay, Oregon about the Constitution? You. Me. I did a whole workshop there in Coos Bay, Oregon. Wow. I actually even, now this was many moons ago. I don't think the same sheriff is there, but the sheriff of Coos Bay, Oregon brought me in to teach his deputies. Wow. Or it was the police chief. I think I'm pretty sure it was a sher uh, the sheriff. And that was a long time ago. One of the first sheriffs I actually got to speak to. Coos Bay, Oregon. Two-week freeze calls for gyms to close, but one South Coast gym is defying the governor's order and staying open. Wow, good for them. Very good. Now, you're not going to see this in the news. You're not. Because the news and the government, which are now the same thing, because the government is not the government that you think it is. It's not the government that represents you. It's the government that represents the power brokers, right? <laughs> I have the hiccups. <laughs> it's like... Oh, one of those things that terrible happens on the radio. Hiccups, sneezes, you know, dry throat, those afflictions. So what you have now are business owners refusing to comply with these orders. I mean, seriously, what choice do they have? The threat is we're going to come take your business license. Well, if I don't stay open, there's no business for you to come and take a license from. That's a really good point. Because if I don't stay open, I am going to lose everything that I have. So you know what? I'll stay open. I'll take my chances with you while I have an income and feed my family. Many in the community support the decision to stay open during the two-week freeze. Of course they do, because guess who taught them the Constitution? <laughs> Just saying. Hey, 11 years of traveling the country and teaching the Constitution has to pay off sometime. I'm not bragging, guys. This is not about me. This is about the power of the truth, right? Anybody else could be going around doing what I'm doing, right? But I'm just going to be happy when I see the power of truth affecting the people and infecting the people. All right. So now I just had like the third bad thing that can happen to you while you're on the radio. A fly just flew up my nose. Thank you, Jesus, for the day. Okay, here we go. Um, the willful violation of keeping your business open that you own, right? And yeah. feeding your family 
without becoming dependent upon the government mm -hmm. is $8,900. That's the minimum penalty. And the maximum penalty is $126,000, says Oren Corvin with the Oregon Occupational Safety and Health Division. Hey, I don't want the government telling my, me how to run my occupational safety and health division. If a business is defying an order that's intended to protect worker health during an obvious crisis, then it would be on its face willful. Here's my question, Sonny. Mm -hmm. All right. So if the spirit of the law is to keep the workers healthy, because that's what he says, uh -huh. an order. Uh -huh. Oh, wait, what's that word? Order. Order. Are we saying law? No. No. Order. 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 We okay. order you. We order you. It's not even a law. This is legislation without representation. Right. We order you. We order you. I order you. I should start ordering people to do things. Defying. Oh, how do you think that would work with JC if I started ordering him around? I order you to take <laughs> out the trash. It doesn't work with Colton. And he's 14. So if a business is defying an order. Uh -huh. Now, here's here's how you learn to think like a lawyer. Right. Mm -hmm. Intended to protect a worker's health. During an obvious crisis. Mm -hmm. So let's let let's let's say, OK, what if I can protect my workers health uh -huh. without shutting down my nose now bothers me without shutting down my business? Would I still be fined if the intent of the order is to protect health, the, the workers health during an obvious crisis mm -hmm. and my work environment protects the health of the worker, then why would I be subject to $8,900, anywhere from $8,900 to $126,000 fine? Seriously, guys. I mean, when you realize the answer to that question is obviously, no, you should not be fined. Mm -mm. But the order will be, yes, you will be fined. You will realize that the intent to protect the worker's health is a lie. Mm -hmm. It's a lie. It's an excuse for government control and money, money, revenue, revenue, money. Why would keeping your business open? I mean, seriously, it's not like they're making sausage and grinding up their employees. No, they're keeping their business open so that people could be healthy at the gym, at the gym. The gym is one of the places that I, I truly do want to be socially distant from people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at church. I'm, I'm hugging people. I'm at the gym, not hugging anybody away from me at the gym. <laughs> I don't even want to make eye contact with anyone at the gym. But there you have it. You know, this is, okay, Don Don says, isn't that cruel and unusual? It's more than that. It is an excessive fine. Okay? It is an excessive fine. And that should be unlawful. And if the goal is to make people healthy, wouldn't you want them to go to a place where they are healthy? Mm -hmm. Because, oops, sorry, guys. If you don't go to a place that is healthy, then, you know, 
you might actually look like this. If you don't go to a place where you can actually be healthy, you might actually look like this. I think that's what they want. Well, you know, it's true. Eugenics. They don't want us to be able to run away. I am not even a doctor, and I can look at this person and see at least four fatal diseases in that body. There are at least four fatal diseases in that body. So if I want people to be healthy, I want them to go to the gym. That's true. They don't want people to be able to run away because I could probably (laughs) run away fairly quick. I don't know if that person could, could get away. Yeah. You're right. It's about eugenics and they don't want us healthy. No, they don't. What was mm-hmm. that? What was that word they used, Miss Chrisanne? The little phrase they said, willful disobedience. Oh yeah. 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 Where is that? Uh, there we go. The gym in Oregon. They said it was a willful. Oh, willful violation. I think that's really interesting that they use like um extremely inflated language like that because they could have plugged in for a peaceful non-compliance the minimum penalty is $8,900 but instead of saying peaceful non-compliance they said for a willful violation willful violation because you're a really really bad guy you are you are a criminal freedom is selfish You are a criminal if you want to have your business open and you are a criminal if you want to keep your family fed without the handout and dictates of the government. How dare you? How dare you? Well, there you have it. Business staying open. How about this one? Have you guys seen this video? Oh, I have to do something really quick. There we go. I have to do this. Uh, Okay. All right, there we go. Have you seen this video? You're on private property. You need to leave. We're asking to appeal to your compassionate side. I know your taxpayer, you know, our tax dollars guarantee your guys' paychecks. But some of these people actually work for their money and they don't want to lose their livelihood. I've lost friends. I've lost family. Okay, I'm going to pause there for just a second. I want to make sure. Tell us in the chat room right now. I want to make sure because JC's not here. Tell me if you hear. Did you just hear that? So give me a thumbs up in the chat room if you heard this. And uh, I want you to see uh, another encouraging thing on how people are standing up. And I've got a really fun story that goes along with this. Okay, Eric says yes. You guys can hear it. So here we go. Here's the rest of it. Are you ready? I'll back up just a second. There we go. Your guys' paychecks. But some of these people actually work for their money and they don't want to lose their livelihood. Did you catch that? Some people actually work for their money. Some people actually work for their money. I know. Did you catch that? That was like a dagger of the greatest kind. Uh, Looking at that, this lady here is is the health department enforcer. And he looks her in the eye and says, some people actually work for a living. (laughs) Here we go. I've lost friends. I've lost family who killed themselves. I've seen clients die because they've lost their livelihood. I'm sorry to hear that. I know you are. And I'm just a pale, I'm asking for you to guys have yeah, some compassion for the people that have lost everything. 
We do have compassion for people. Who okay, well, you need to go have compassion out in the parking lot. But this is private property. This is, this is private property. This, this is private property. Yes, it is. It's private property. Go I get a warrant. Listen, man, this is private property. They're not wanted here. So do your jobs. Well, her job is. Well, no, no. Your you job is to remove people that are not wanted here. You have a She's We're wanted here. Department. They're not. You She's hiding her name. Tag. She had her I'm name. Not. It's right there. It's my name. They're just doing their job. There we go. You should all be wearing masks. I'm not doing have masks. All right, hold on for just a second. Do you see that guy back there in that in that sheriff jacket? They're just doing their job. Okay. They're just doing their job. No, I'm sorry, sir. Apparently, Mr. Sheriff there will, uh, where are we? We're at 55. We'll go back. I just want you guys to see his uniform there a little bit better. Mr. Sheriff K-9 doesn't know what his job is as the, uh, as, as a, as a deputy of the Sheriff's Department. Does not know. So we need to get out there to Buffalo, New York again. And I say again, because I'm about to tell you a really cool story. Get out there and do and and uh, teach this sheriff's department again. Um, Buffalo, New York. This is Erie County Sheriff's Department. Erie County, you need a sheriff that's going to bring me out there to teach your sheriff's deputies what their real job is. It's not to be the hireling of the health department. OK, it is not to be an enforcer of the law. By the way, the New York Oath of Office says I do solemnly swear to support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of New York. It doesn't say enforce the law and it certainly doesn't say enforce orders, which orders. are not laws, by the way. Orders are not laws. It does not say enforce orders like some stinking Nazi enforcer. So let's, let's go. Don't worry about my health. My health isn't your concern. Isn't that awesome? Didn't I just say, I do not want the government in my health. That's true. I want you to, I, you guys, seriously, you've got to be encouraged by this. This is virtue and wisdom and knowledge all working together mm -hmm. at the same time. Do you see the courage? They're not afraid because the government is in their presence. They're not cowering. They're not, bleh, you know, they're like, no, no, you got to hear this again. And the guy says, you should all be wearing masks. No, we should not all be wearing masks. Oh, I'm, I'm not doing anything masks wrong. Don't worry about my health. Oh. My health isn't your concern. You're meant to be wearing a mask. It's a government okay, well, then write me up. It's a government oh. mandate. You're meant to be wearing masks because it's a government mandate. A government you guys mandate. in Erie County, you need to give this guy's bad number, badge number and get him off. He is a menace to society. This deputy is a menace, 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 menace. Okay, then, but then, then take me to jail. Then take me to jail. Show me the law. Show me the law. Show me the law. You guys have to leave. You have to leave. Did you hear them? They know a law. An order is not a law. How cool is this? Ready? Right now you're trespassing without a warrant. We have a right to be here. Uh, no, you do not have a right to be there. That's the whole purpose of having a warrant. Okay. You have to have a warrant. These guys need some serious training. Erie. Erie County, New York. Come on. I know I got new. I know I got upstate people up there. 
come on, guys. Let's let's get a class going. Sure. I'll do we'll a Zoom class. Yes, you do. Come back with a warrant or you leave. Don't write the law. So the you can walk on any written. property with no warrant. Go get a warrant. You guys are breaking the law right now. You're breaking the law. Go outside. No, go on your phone outside. Go on your phone outside. Where did you hear the report? Let me ask you, Sonny, if we were standing in Walmart and the Walmart store manager told us we had to leave and we stood there and said, no, I have a right to be here. I have a right to be here. Why are you shouting at me and telling me to leave? I don't know why I haven't done anything. I'm just standing here. I'm just standing here. I have a right to be here. Hello. Would that sheriff be standing there? Um, no. The sheriff would be carting you off. Yeah, they'd be dragging me out of Walmart. Right. If this woman did not work for the government. Yeah. And they, these business owners asked this woman to leave. Mm-hmm. Then this guy would be putting her in handcuffs and making her leave. Yeah. But because she lo- works for the government. Right. She lurks for the government. Because she thinks she has an authority that she does not legally possess. Mm -hmm. These two are now in cahoots. And what we have is what our founders called a press gang. Which are hired mercenaries to do the forced bidding of the king in power. Mm -hmm. Press gang. Who reported it? Who reported it? Who reported it? You know what? I don't know. Yeah, it's anonymous, anonymous, right? It's anonymous. They can't be anonymous. You need to know. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have to stop. We have to stop. We have to stop. Are you ready? They're asking her, why are you here? Because guess what? She can't get a warrant. They said, who complained? And I'm going to play this. Everybody be very, very quiet. Listen to this. You know what? I don't know. Yeah, it's anonymous, right? It's anonymous. They can't be anonymous. You need to know. I don't know. It's anonymous. But it's a legitimate complaint. Only people who in government like this can be that stupid. That is the most ignoramus statement I have heard today. Next to the pastor who, you know, doesn't understand what love your neighbor as yourself is. It's anonymous, but it's legitimate. Excuse me, every constitution in the United States, and even the U.S. Constitution, says that you have a right to confront your accuser. Can I just repeat that? A right to confront your accuser. She doesn't even have an accuser. She has an anonymous person that she says is legitimate, which, by the way, this very scenario, Sonny, proves why our founders wrote down in writing the rights to do process. Okay? So these people can't make it up as they go along. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're making it up as they go along. And what I'm enjoying about this is that these people know. These people know that this stuff is wrong. Mm-hmm. No, you're accusing. You need to know. It cannot be an You got to go get a warrant. It cannot be an You don't get to get a warrant. You don't get to violate the Constitution. It does not matter. You don't circumvent or subvert the Constitution. That's the way it works. 
So because I'm code enforcement, I'm a different kind of government. The Constitution doesn't apply to me. That's what she's saying. Yeah. I don't have to follow the Constitution. I don't have to support your rights. Remember, the Declaration of Independence says that guess what? All governments are instituted among men, deriving their just power from the consent of the governed for one person to secure the rights. I'm like swinging my pen. Secure the rights of the people. She's like, oh, no, I'm a different kind of government. That's not my job to secure rights. My job's to destroy rights. And then you got the people in the background going, it's not your job to circumvent the Constitution. Are you catching this? I want you to make note of what all these people are saying, because I got a really cool story. Call the news. Okay, mess, you need to leave. I want to get out. 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 You can't even hear him talking to each other. Get out. Get out. They're like, yeah, we should probably get out. 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 Now, I want to pause here for just a second. I want you guys to notice that they're not giving in. They're not stepping back. This is not one business owner trying to stand up for himself. This is a whole community of people, a whole community of people standing up, not giving up. They're not stepping down and they're going to keep going. You know what? What I have to laugh is Sonny and I go to the same church and our pastor's always joking about how um, when somebody wants to get out of church, they put their phone up to the ear and they walk out. And that's what I was thinking. She's like, I got to get out of this situation. I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, wait, I got a phone call. Let's go. Right. Oh, no, I'm not busy. They're not even enough to kick them out. They're like, like get all off the, way the out. property. Get out of our driveway. Get out of our parking lot. We will not comply. Oh, we will not comply. We will not comply. We will not comply. We will not comply. This is a protest, guys. We do not have to disband. It is a protest. This is a lawful protest. We will not comply. We will not comply. He's like, my heart is bursting with pride and joy. We will not comply. We will not comply. To the wrong. To the wrong. Upstate New York. Wow. Upstate New York. Are you like, I mean, how cool is that i wish i would have been there that would have given me such a rush but see this is what i'm talking about guys peaceful non-compliance right peaceful non-compliance is how this works now sonny you want to hear the cool story yeah so the lady who started yelling we will not comply and the guy with the really deep voice those are those two are nancy and nicholas orticelli okay Nancy and Nicholas Orticelli are members of, let's see, let me pull this up here. Yeah. 
the Constitutional Coalition of New York. Guess where they learned we will not comply. Guess where they learned that the government is limited by the Constitution. Uh, from you? Yes. Wow. Yes. I was. I. I saw this video. I actually saw this video, and I thought. I said to JC, "They're yelling. We will not comply. We will not comply." And I thought, JC could have. Where was this video taken? Could we have possibly been teaching those people? Because I mean, we will not comply. Is I mean, it's not a, uh, you know, a specific trademarked phrase or anything. No. But it's not something that people run around all the time and and you know talk about, right? But you know in my class that's one of the things we do. Yeah. That's we true. yell, we will not comply. In all my classes I say four words, we will not comply, right? And so I was like, could it be? Could it be? Could it be? And then I found out Nancy Ordicelli actually contacted me on Facebook and said to me, Chrisanne, did you see what we did? And I was like, what, what, what you did? No way. Are you kidding me? And, and I said, I said, uh, uh, where did you guys learn this? And she said, you came and taught us. You came and taught us the coalition, uh, the constitutional coalition of New York. A dear, dear patriot friend of ours named John Swetland who is not feeling so well right now, we're praying for him, but uh, brought us to this particular place. Wow. Several years in a row. And this is the video, guys, that we need to be sharing with all of our businesses. This is how peaceful noncompliance is supposed to work. It is successful when we stand together. Mm-hmm. It is successful because we are the ones with the power. We are a government of the people, by the people, for the people, not of health inspectors issuing orders and fines of some random number, 126. Why didn't they just make it $126.37? Such random, arbitrary, excessive fines. Why? No, 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 Dr. Sean. No, no, no. We don't use that word, civil disobedience. We use the word peaceful noncompliance because it was the sheriff being disobedient. It was the health inspector being disobedient. We are not being disobedient. We are actually enforcing the law. Just like those people said, you can't circumvent the Constitution. It is the supreme law. And I just want you guys to know this. You have to know this. You're not going to... Right. CNN's not going to show you this. But if this is not just one more thing that should put you over the edge with knowing that Fox News is a bunch of hypocrites. They're not for you. They're not for conservatism, unless you think conservatism is is money. Right. Because I would think I would translate conservatism today as I love money. I love my money. I love your money. Right. That's what how I would define conservatism when you're talking about you know, the media and they, I'm a conservative news person. Well, you're, you're a money grubber. Conservatives in the, in the body of the people, constitutionalists, people who want their rights, people who want less government. The government does not need to tell me to wear a mask. The government doesn't need to be concerned about my health. Come on. I'm not six. 
All right. My mommy does not have to call me every night and tell me to brush my teeth anymore. My daddy doesn't have to tell me to wash behind my ears and to take my vitamins. And I sure as heck don't need some overweight, unhealthy government worker looking me stead in the face saying, I'm here to keep you healthy. Get out of my life. That's how I get healthy. Do you know the healthiest person on the planet is a person who doesn't have the government telling them how they can and cannot live? That's a healthy person. That's a healthy person. So here you go. Peaceful non-compliance. That's what we have to do. And I've been begging people to do this. And I am so proud to show you this video so that you guys can, can see this again so that you can know what it looks like to, to watch people say, get out. I know right? you are. And I'm just a pale, I'm asking for you to guys have some compassion for the people that have lost that. They never back down. The Constitution. It does not matter. You don't that. circumvent or subvert the Constitution. The news. That's the way the it news works. Here too. Get call the news. Okay, Meth, you need to leave. Get out! Get out! Get out! They never back down. They stand firm. They are rooted in their principles. They are rooted in principle. They understand their rights. They understand the purpose of the Constitution. They understand that these people work for them. They do not, uh, they are not subjects of under them, right? They are not subjects under them. They are. Comply! We will not comply! We will protest. not comply! This is a protest, we guys! We do not have to disband. It is a protest. This is a lawful protest. That is more of a lawful, peaceful protest than anything you'll see from Antifa. Anything you'll see from Black Lives Matter. This is a protest in defense of property, not a protest in destruction of property. And that sheriff should have been there supporting those people, protecting those people, not not backing up that go that government government worker period done we don't need government in that part of our lives now here's what has to happen these people must continue to stand together because right now right that lady's back in her office ticked off because this video has gone viral mm -hmm. Ticked off because everybody's looking at her like she has no authority and she wouldn't be there. If she wasn't on some kind of freaking power trip to begin with. Mm -hmm. So she's full of pride, full of power. And now these people taught it, pushed her out. Right. Yeah. Pushed her out. And now she's got a She's got something to prove. So the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to come and show up at that business and say, we're going to pull your license. We're going to pull your license. We're going to fine you. And so the people have to come together and say, fine, pull my license. I don't operate a business by government permission. I operate a business by my God-given right to property. And I'm not shutting down my business. Well, we're going to cut off your electricity. Cut it off. I don't want government electricity. We'll bring in generators. We'll cut off your water. Cut off my water. We can carry in jugs if we need to. Man, we lived in Haiti four years. We never flushed a toilet without a bucket of water.
right? There's no plumbing to flush water. I can teach you how to flush a toilet without running water. Yes, I can do it. A, you said it's a teach show. It's a teach show. I will teach you how to flush a toilet with a bucket of water. Actually, if you're really good at it, you can take a red solo cup uh -huh. with a, a all you need is a red solo cup full of water and you can flush an entire toilet wow. with a red solo cup of a water. Red, I can teach you how to do it. You don't cup. need government water. You don't need government electricity. And if they want to fine you, you can have solar power. True. Right there. I don't know how much solar power you get in upstate New York this time of the year, Probably but none. <laughs> generators work well as well. Not only that, if they fine you, what is a fine? Fines require compliance, guys. So who do you have to give that money to anyways? Say, hey, you work for me. Um, how about if I just pay myself and and we'll be equal? We'll be equal. We will be equal, right? So here we go, guys. This is peaceful noncompliance. This is what it's all about. This is about sticking together. This is about being who we're supposed to be, not just for ourselves, but for our children. Because remember, the reality of government authority that we established today will be expanded exponentially when our children and grandchildren are our ages. Can you imagine, Sonny? You're not married. You don't have any kids yet. No. You should wait at least four more years. At least. But you have kids. 20 years down the road. If this is what we let government get away with, what is government going to be like when your kids are 20 years old? I can't even imagine because even from when I was young, <laughs> it's so different now. Thank than you. Even when I was just a kid. So. Yep. I can't even imagine what it would be like five years down the road. Right. Two years down the road if we let them get away with all this. Yep. I don't even, I don't want to imagine it. Yep. Hey, and the haters in the chat room, I'm not asking anybody to do anything I haven't already done myself. So until you get off your, your, you know, get off your mama's couch in the basement and put away the keyboard and actually get out and do something, don't be casting any stones at this woman. Just saying. Hashtag just saying. So uh, the, the trolls, hate. trolls in the in the chat room, the haters are going to hate. The trollers are going to troll. Do what you got to do. But if you can't put your money where your mouth is, don't be casting stones at me because I already put my money where my mouth is 10 years ago. And I've been living it ever since. So don't come up here and tell me I'm not doing anything but starting trouble. No, I am educating, equipping, inspiring and igniting because I want my child to be free okay you want your child to be a slave that's fine that's fine with me be a slave all by yourself in your own little island of slavery we are going to be free here we are going to be free here so perseverance education wisdom courage all together you cannot give up because our children are depending on us. Let me give you, I wonder how quickly I can pull this uh, quote up. And I will give you the words of Alexander Hamilton. There we go. Oh, there we go. Alexander Hamilton 
crying out from the past. Is it not better, I ask, to suffer a few present inconveniences? Think about those guys. What is an $8,000 fine? It's a present inconvenience. What was going to jail to the lady in Dallas to keep her business open? A present inconvenience. A present inconvenience. What is the the business owners, the gym owners in New Jersey who had to take the doors off of the hinges and go to jail to keep their business open? It's a present inconvenience. It's temporal. It's going away. So Hamilton says, is it not better, I ask, to suffer a few present inconveniences than to put yourselves in the way of losing everything that is precious? Your lives, your property, your religion are all at stake. When we uh, voluntarily allow our churches to be shut down, when we voluntarily allow our businesses to be closed, not only is your religion at stake, not only is your property at stake, your lives are at stake. Did you hear that, man? I have customers who have committed suicide because of this, because they lost everything. Your lives are at stake. This is not hyperbole. This is truth. He says, I do my duty. I warn you of your danger. If you should still be so mad as to bring destruction upon yourselves, if you should still neglect what you owe to God and man, you cannot plead ignorance in your excuse. If you're on this show, you cannot plead ignorance in your excuse. Your consciences will reproach you for your folly and your children's children will curse you. And that's Alexander Hamilton's mic drop for the day. Well, thank you guys for giving us a few extra minutes with you today. Hey, did you love Sunny today? I know you guys did. We had some comments. Somebody said you're a hottie up there, Sunny. She is not available. I know I said she's single, but she's not available. You cannot have her. Cannot have her. Not now. Not for at least the next four years. And if you want to date her, you got to come through me first. Okay? Got to come through me. You got to get my signed seal of approval. So there you have it. But we love having Sunny, and uh, Sunny is working with us now uh, full time. And so I imagine uh, we will have Sunny pop in from time to time every now and again. I think JC will like having a break one time. Maybe one time I'll sit out and JC and Sunny can do the show together. That should Maybe. be pretty funny. Oh. Yeah, there you go. We're we're doing it. Peaceful noncompliance. Hey, can we all say it together? Let me go ahead and. And type it in here. Ready? I'm going to put this up in the chat room, but some of you won't get to see the chat room because you're listening to it later. I don't care where you are right now. <laughs> Lady Prince. Lady Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, All right. Lady are you guys Prince. ready? Are you ready? Here we go. Ready? We're going to say this together. We're going to do this together. I don't care where you are on the toilet. I don't care if you're in the gym. I don't care if you're at your mother-in-law's house getting ready for for, for um, uh, Thanksgiving. But right now, on the count of three, we're going to do it together. I'm putting it in the chat room. Okay? So we all know. There we go. Is it working? There we go. All right. Ready? One, two, three. We, we will, will not comply. comply. 
We will not comply. We will not comply. We will not comply. We will not comply. Thank you guys for joining us. We will see you again tomorrow.